Welcome back, my friends. I'm grateful you're here sharing my quest for you journey with me. It's episode 516. This podcast is part of my journey and I do it because I want to help and inspire others to begin their quest for their best life. And this has a different meaning for everyone. You might feel stuck, lost, without direction. Maybe you're lacking a sense of purpose, wanting to accomplish more, but don't know how unhappy with your circumstances. Some of your behaviors, maybe, your emotions, and even your thoughts, wishing and dreaming about more for your life. I share what I learned when I went through some of my trying times. This doesn't make me an expert, but my lessons have helped me become a better person and live a more fulfilling life. And I want the same for you. I also share my current journey, my reflections on everyday life, my encounters with others, my lessons from challenging moments, my wins and my losses, and everything I'm dreaming about and still working on. I share topics that fascinate me and that I believe will help us understand ourselves and each other better. And most recently, I've begun to share the journeys of others with you in my quest stories. These have been my Friday episodes and if you've missed them, I encourage you to go back and check them out. I interviewed my friend Kurt, my friend Pippin, my friend Mark, my friend Miguel, my friend Laura. They all share wonderful lessons and gems, as Laura calls them, and I'm certain you will find a takeaway or thought for consideration in each of their stories. I share a lot on this podcast, 500 episodes worth, and going strong. And now I even started to share my friends with you. And since it is the season of sharing, I would like to ask you that you share as well. My podcast... Maybe a specific episode that touched you or that you think a friend might like. Please let someone know about this podcast, one or more of your close friends. Maybe it's your Christmas gift to them. Even if you think they may not find it useful, you simply never know. By spreading the good word, we add to more good in this world. Today, I want to talk about my recent trip to Utah. It's long overdue. The trip's already over two weeks ago. But for some reason, this trip needed time to settle in. It was so breathtakingly beautiful where I was, which was mostly around Moab, that I'm still at a loss for words. Just today, my friend that I went with sent me the pictures that he took, and I've been looking at them all evening. I will tell you how this trip came about, because this is an interesting story, I believe. It's a trip that I have to thank Instagram for. Yep. Because two years ago, I didn't even know of Moab. I've never heard of Moab, Utah. But social media is not all bad. I'm greatly inspired by some of the people I follow, wanting to be just a little bit more like them. I've told you that I use Instagram to learn and become better. And I mostly follow people who post 
great gym workouts and who look like the way I would like to look. But I also started to follow climbers, and some of them climb regularly in Moab. Moab, Utah, is a mecca for a specific style of climbing called crack and off with. The rock there is smooth, red sandstone, and I'm certain you've seen pictures. Just take a closer look at a Utah license plate next time you see one. It pictures the delicate arch which we hike to on our last day. Sandstone is not like granite, which I'm used to, mostly from around here, Yosemite especially. Granite has more features in the rock, which can serve as hand and footholds. It also sticks better, allowing me to trust my feet more when I climb. I found sandstone quite hard. It's smooth and slick. I actually slipped a few times. The often large cracks in the rock, however, allow for good holds, but it does require special skills. And for a long time now, I've admired the people that can climb like that, making their way up a straight crack, often with most of their body shoved inside it. To some people, it looks like a huge sufferfest, but to me, it is highly fascinating. And aside from the climbing, I think it's beautiful. Yes, so is Tahoe and Yosemite, but I think a lot of the things we don't have around us regularly appear beautiful and exotic to us. For me, the red sandstone towers do just that. And I've been dreaming of going for a while now, always looking at the Instagram pictures from those climbers. And of course, in my dreams, an agile Janine makes her way up these cracks that only advanced climbers master. But one has to dream, right? I'm only in my second year of climbing, and this summer, I really didn't have a chance to practice this specific style. I climbed a lot of other things, but I didn't really practice crack climbing. So I knew I wouldn't be flying up those walls on a four-day trip to Utah. But I was hoping to at least try it out. Well, we climbed very little. Temperatures were in the freezing crates, and we had rain and snow, and it just wasn't the best climbing weather. This wasn't too worrisome to me, because at the same time, I really wanted to explore the area. So this trip, that I hoped would be a climbing trip, turned out to be an exploration and discovery trip. And I'm not disappointed. I know my climbing skills would not have been sufficient to get me up any of those cracks that I dream of climbing. And I have a feeling that this was not my last trip to Moab. The exploring was important because now I can navigate the area and I know where everything is. I realized about a week prior to the trip that the weather most likely wasn't going to cooperate with my climbing fantasies. But I decided to not let that be an obstacle. I was excited just the same because I've never been to Utah and I was really looking forward to going. And this is how I approached every day. Let's explore. Let's make the best out of the day, no matter what the day looks like. And this is what made this trip so significant for me. We didn't know what the next day would look like. Not just due to a lack of solid plans, but also because we just didn't know the area. 
We spent most of the time in the middle of nowhere and without cell phone signal. On Thanksgiving morning, for example, we stopped at the visitor center in Canyonlands National Park, one of the most beautiful national parks I've ever seen. And okay, I haven't seen that many, but it is amazing. The visitor center was surprisingly open on Thanksgiving Day, and they had a printout of the weather forecast there. And that was the only weather information that we had for a while. And when you are living out in nature, like we did, the weather is kind of important. The car is good protection at night, but we didn't want to spend the day inside the car. The other unknown, and really the best part of every day, was that we never quite knew what it looks like outside. We would spend the day in a certain place, hiking, climbing a little, and exploring. We would leave in the evening to spend the night near our next destination that we wanted to explore that next day. By the time we got there and made our beds, which was in the back of the car, it was dark, pitch black dark, because we were out in nature. So in the morning, my partner and friend would often shake me awake, rattle me around in my sleeping bag in amazement and say, you have to see this. The first morning, for example, Thanksgiving morning, we just arrived the night before and parked at some campground near the Green River. We didn't see anything. It was dark. In the morning, we awoke to huge red sandstone walls towering over us. I was blown away. On another morning, we woke up to snow-covered fields with cows grazing all around our car. Winter wonderland, beautiful white. On those mornings, it didn't matter how cold it was, I put my 20 layers of clothes on and we went out to explore. The beauty all around us just couldn't be resisted. The surprise every morning was probably the best part of that trip. On how many days of our life do we wake up to something we have never seen before? Not many, I would say, at least not in my life. And this really made me think, sure, I wish every day could be like this, but that's probably not a reasonable dream. But I began to ask myself, how can I add more surprise and adventure to my days? Many of which seem to be the same day, repeated over and over again, based on my schedule. And how will these seemingly monotonous days, which I often approach just as something I need to get through, how can I bring them more to life? Treat them as something new and unique, which they are. Every day is new, and while we think we know what awaits us based on past knowledge, we never really know. We can wake up to surprises that we cannot even imagine, both good and bad. Because here is what I noticed when I was in Utah. Waking up in awe and wonder gave me a ton more energy, more curiosity, and more motivation to go beyond the planned and the scheduled. Like I said, we would put on our clothes and immediately venture out to see what is around us. On one of those mornings, we parked at night next to a climbing area. A huge rock was called Looking Glass. 
It was amazing by itself, but only when we hiked all the way around it, first thing in the morning, did we discover a huge arch that is not visible from the front side. Had we just stayed in the car, afraid of the cold, checked off the day as too cold to climb and moved on, we would have missed that amazing arch which we were actually able to climb because the backside received the morning sun and was dry even though it was only 7 a.m. and it was probably in the 20s outside. We approached every day with a sense of adventure. We had a rough plan on what we wanted to do but we often modified that simply based on what the day looked like and what we felt like doing. One morning we awoke to major winds and snow. The car was shaking from all the wind. So we slept a well-deserved rest. And then we cooked a really good breakfast. And then we started the day. Every day has adventure and surprises waiting for us. But I believe we miss most of them because we think we already know what awaits us. We have our days planned, we follow our routines, and we miss opportunities for discovery and adventure. I get it. It's not feasible to approach every day as if we have nothing to do. There are days when a major traffic delay puts us behind and we struggle all day getting our things done. There are days when we need to stick to our schedule so we can make it home in time. We do need to get our stuff done but we don't need to get lost in the predictability of each day. We can insert some adventure, even if small, even if only a few minutes, into every day. Maybe we stop by at someone else's desk at work, someone we don't normally work with and therefore don't know. Maybe we accept a last-minute invite even though it disrupts our plans. Maybe we get up an hour earlier and stop to watch the sunrise on the way to work or go to a coffee shop and read for a little bit. The girl that I mentor couldn't meet with me today, so I had suddenly all Saturday open. I didn't notice until late last night when we talked. So this morning, short notice, I briefly looked up a hike. I didn't have all the details, but I just went for an eight-mile hike. I've never been there before. Adventure doesn't have to mean we book a flight to an island in the middle of the ocean. Adventure happens every day that we do something different and new. Because it opens us up to the chance of a different outcome. One we don't yet know. On my way out to the ocean today, the temptation was high to stop at my normal coffee shop and fill up before I go. But I decided... I would find a different coffee shop, one I had never been to. So the first one I looked up and went to turned out to be a sit-down breakfast place. So that wasn't it. But the second one was only a few minutes away, was a success. Excellent coffee and a local brand of coffee that I'd never tried before but I'd seen it on shelves in the grocery store. That wasn't a huge adventure but it was still something different where I didn't know what the coffee would be like. I didn't know what the outcome was going to be. I do this often and I've been disappointed before, but that's the price we pay. We try and sometimes we fail. We make the wrong decisions, pick the wrong coffee place, the wrong trail, the wrong day, and sometimes we pick the wrong person. 
But if we keep trying, if we infuse newness more often into our days, we will learn more, meet more people, have more ideas, and get to know ourselves better. The reason we so love our vacations, it's because they take us out of our routines, our sameness, our predictability. Find a little vacation in your everyday life. Take a detour once in a while. It makes life more interesting and it increases the chances of new and better outcomes. Much love, my friends.